Hi, I'm Chris Alvarez, and welcome to Full Contact Nerd, a podcast where I talk to the people who create the cool, nerdy stuff you love. We're on the web at chrisalvarez.com and fullcontactnerd.com. I'm Chris Alvarez. I'm here at Anime USA 2019 with Faye Mata. Thank you for speaking with me. Hey, thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Cool. Um, nice so to meet you, Chris. You too. Um, so first, um, how did you get into this? I know you started out as a professional gamer. <laughs> yeah. It, it, at least that's yeah. what I read. Yeah, no, so. that's, um, it's been a very interesting journey. Um, mm. But I was always... I was always very much into video games growing up, uh, and for me, voice acting for video games was like one of the coolest things. Uh, I fell in love with it through like Star Fox 64, where the entire cast uh, was interacting with each other. Like you would, um, if you were damaged too much, they'd they'd say, "Oh, I gotta get out of here," mm-hmm. or like if you shot. Uh, someone to help your ally they'd compliment you I always thought that that sort of thing was really cool so um, I well before even pursuing it as a profession I um, I just kind of played around with my younger siblings there's four of us siblings and I would just imitate all the characters with them and you know I think a lot of friends and and uh, siblings do this mm-hmm. where yeah. where you just kind of mess around and and make voices or imitate meowing cats on the street or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Animal noises, uh, yeah. yeah so so that's kind of how that that whole like a love for for uh for voiceover started mm-hmm. um but yeah, getting into it, and there's there's so many different parts of that journey. Uh, mm-hmm. I took acting classes. Okay. Uh, I entered a, a contest at Anime Expo one year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just did stuff for fun online for a while on like Newgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that it wasn't until uh, it wasn't until that Anime Expo contest where things really started to take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I uh, auditioned for Magi at the, at the time, mm-hmm. and um, they really liked what I did, and so they started emailing me more more opportunities, and then from there I started booking more roles, mm-hmm. and I ended up getting an agent. I'm currently represented by Abrams Artist Agency in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's it's been a really cool trip, doing lots of uh, uh, fun voices. Mm-hmm. In things that I grew up with, mm-hmm. uh, things like Sailor Moon, or or even just being in video games like Star Fox 64. I'm not in Star Fox, but yeah. but to be uh to to be able to play characters that uh, interact with each other and be part of creating that world, and then having uh, people come up to me at, at these conventions and telling me similar stories to how I felt just playing games with my siblings and how I, I enjoyed voice acting in games. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like come full circle and, and I have to just super appreciate that and mm-hmm. I get really emotional over it. <laughs> no, no, I understand. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. cool journey like you say. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful and I'm super humbled by it. So what do you think, um, is it, were you successful or have you been successful because of something about your voice or... Is it the acting, or what do you think your your strengths are that really stood out to, to get to be able to do this? Yeah, um, so for a while, uh, I kind of just I, I knew that I had a talent for just imitating uh, sounds, at least within within certain ranges, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know 
making how do I say this? I don't know. I think I think I have a pretty flexible range. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I wanted to say was I, I didn't know for a very long time what exactly my strengths were. I just knew that I liked to do it. I liked to act and to create. And then uh, I didn't really recognize what my strengths were until I started uh, booking more often, like more more gigs. And then I would look mm-hmm. at what I booked and what I did not book because you, you audition way more than you actually get a role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, just logically you see what is what what is the common theme in all these things mm-hmm. and so by now I know uh, that I tend to book uh, young voices young heroine type voices us- usually very energetic mm-hmm. um, that's that's usually what it was but it's it's kind of turned a lot lately um, most recently I voiced Petra in Fire Emblem Three Houses and she's mm-hmm. a very uh, she's a much more serious character, but she's still, uh, I don't know, very, very genuine, very, I don't know, like you, you would want to hang out with this person kind of character. Mm-hmm. I guess you call it like girl next door or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I've also played really wicked characters and, and characters with uh, huge turns. Uh, in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I play uh, Yukako Yamagishi, and she's a yandere character, mm-hmm. where she seems really, really sweet at first, but then she just turns into this <laughs> wicked, like, uh, like oh my god, is this the same person? Yeah. <laughs> it's just terrifying. Yeah. Her hair goes everywhere, <laughs> but she she she's just obsessed with Koichi, one of the characters in the show, mm-hmm. and uh, so even for those characters uh, she's not entirely evil per se but she's she just loves him so much that she would you know do crazy things to get his love (laughs) things like that um yeah i would say i I play a lot of characters that have turns Mm -hmm. so i've done a a, a, quite a few uh idol type characters Mm -hmm. uh well so rin rin hoshizara in love live was my first idol character actually that's not true my first one was in uh Neptunia. Mm-hmm. Which one was it? Uh, her name was Ai Musujima. And she actually had a turn where she appears to be like this really happy idol type girl. And, but um, she secretly wants to steal everyone's energy or something like that. I forget <laughs> okay. what it was. Um, that was a long time ago. In mm-hmm. um, uh, Sword Guy on Netflix, I played this girl called Midoriko. Mm-hmm. And she is a She's like a professional fighting gamer, but she's also an idol, so it kind of blew my mind. And she, she also has this big turn where she's like, oh, thank you to all my fans, but then she's like, I hate everything. Oh. I'm not like that, I swear, I promise. <laughs> but you do it well. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, there's something really fun about playing characters like that. Um, <laughs> and I'm honestly, it's, it's like a big gift to be able to play characters with huge ranges. Actually, so... Possibly my most popular character right now is Aqua in Konosuba. Mm-hmm. And she is this... She's supposed to be this goddess, right? Mm-hmm. And and typically in anime, the goddess uh, trope is like, oh, they're so perfect, and, and you know, they are all-powerful, and they, like, give gifts to everybody, and everybody kind of, like, uh, looks up to them, and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. But Aqua is such a... I mean, it, the whole point of the character is it's, it's satirical. Mm-hmm. So she is useless. She's kind of a crybaby. She whines. She's not very helpful. When she does try to use her powers, usually things go wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, 
and there's such a range that I get to play with Aqua mm. because she's she's really happy one moment, but then she's crying, and then she's angry, mm. and then uh, there's a there's a part where uh, she she's trying to get people to join their guild, but their guild is so it's just full of useless characters oh. or just you know kind of misfit characters that nobody really wants to join the guild. So <laughs> so even as her, I got to pretend that she was multiple people. Uh, okay. Saying like, oh yeah, this guild's great. You gotta join the guild. It's, uh, <laughs> we're see. so strong. Yeah. yeah. And and I did that in like a few different ranges. One in one of the earlier episodes. Uh, and then at some point she even sings. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I think okay. characters with 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 big ranges um, are a total gift to me, and, and I'm so grateful to be able to play multiple characters like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that Bang Zoom often casts me in roles like that. It sounds like you also do roles where the character feels a lot of, like, yeah, they switch their attitude, but then they feel guilty, too, so you have to play that whole, like, yeah. oh, what did I do wrong? Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, and, and it, it's fun and, and an interesting challenge because you never want to go too far where it's too too comic like you know it like, you have to still kind of feel everything that they're feeling so you can empathize and and connect it to reality in some way and and that's mm-hmm. that's part of the fun for me um a character that oh my god this, this is my least favorite character huh, but okay. but uh she was definitely a an interesting challenge uh i voice mine in shield hero mm-hmm. who is this uh the short version is that she is like the King Joffrey of anime. <laughs> Everybody hates this character. Huh. Because right in the first episode, she accuses the main character of rape, and it's like really serious and terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like the princess of the land, and is she seems like a really kind girl at first, but then she just totally screws him over. Huh. Um, and that actually is a catalyst for the main character, Naofumi, mm-hmm. uh, who is the shield hero, to... Uh, I don't know. He's he's like really edgy all of a sudden. He he's like really uh, jaded and and dislikes everyone because everybody has turned against him. Mm-hmm. Like a lot to do with because of her because yeah. everyone believes her. Right. Um, and so he has to go through an entire redemption arc, which is basically the story. Like it's about him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So to play such a such a, a wicked character that I personally don't agree with her actions. That that's really tough. Huh. So yeah, I, I guess I can say I, I've played a range of different characters, even ones that are like really what do you call it? Kudere, I guess, where they're very um they're not very expressive. Okay. Which which is its own challenge because right. you have to try to uh convey different emotions while being kind of monotone the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you had any uh mentors, older vo- voice actors who've helped you along? Yeah. Oh my God. So, <laughs> I actually take, I take workshops all year when mm-hmm. I see them uh, of people I respect. Um, I I first started with with school. So, uh, in middle school, high school, and college, I took some some classes. Um, but out of that, uh, with anime, I trained with Tony Oliver. Mm-hmm. Um, every every director I get to work with has been a mentor to me. Alex Von David is a, is a wonderful one. Mm -hmm. Um, Keith and Valerie Aram in, uh, PCB, I think were, uh, fantastic mentors, not just for the acting part, but for, uh, things like ethics and acting and and protecting your voice when you're screaming for video Mm -hmm. games and things like that. Um, 
yeah and there there are different I've learned from so many people who have who have different strengths and and their own preferences and that that's something that you also learn that um you might think that there's a well a lot of people think that there's like a, a certain formula for how you do some of this stuff at any time but uh if you see some more recent I guess it's not as recent anymore but things like uh adventure time or uh being puppy cat or or whatever that it's really up to the creator um, for the style that they want. Like a lot of that, the tone of those is is kind of, uh, or even Steve, Steven Universe, <laughs> where it's not so. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like a different quality, or even they they want to hear it more thrown away rather than uh, uh, super thoughtfully uh, mm. crafted. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like it could be. Uh, uh, like your friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, uh, I learned uh, many different techniques from from a lot of different mentors, and I actually keep a, a spreadsheet of okay. uh, of all the people I've trained with, or um, or just worked with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to try to always write down who even like the engineer was who was working with me at the time oh, wow. on what project and mm-hmm. the client, and a lot of that. It's like I'm, I don't I don't even advertise that anywhere. It's just. For me, I don't know. I'm weird about it. I think I just yeah, like to. It's kind of like a, like how people keep scrapbooks or photo right. books. It's yeah. like memories for oh, me. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I remember this project. Who did I work on that with? Yeah. And then I just see the names and I go, oh yeah, that was really fun. And usually it is really fun. Yeah. Because uh, I, I love just getting to know the people I'm working with and and uh, you know cracking jokes in between, time permitted. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't know, there's something beautiful about just creating something together and. And it's a lot more collaborative when you get to know each other right. uh, to a certain point. <laughs> so do you do anything special when you're in the studio recording? Do you wear any costumes, have any props? Do you get up and stand or, you know, act it out? How, how do you how do you perform? Yeah, um, I don't wear costumes, but I do try to... I think I get pretty me- method with a few things, mm-hmm. uh, which, which does make some roles kind of tough. Uh, uh, I have to also try not to like I, when I see the character. I try to imitate what they're doing. I think that's the, the short version. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if someone is using two daggers, for example, and fighting like this, <laughs> like it has to be. Um, actually, that's a good example. Mm-hmm. So depending on the weapon that they're using, it sounds different. Mm-hmm. So if you have a giant sword, it'd be like because <laughs> there's some strength to it, right? Yeah, you, you have to lift it. There's a lot of weight there, yeah. but. Two daggers in your hand, uh, hands. They're they're a lot swifter. So I might actually take like two pencils or something uh-huh. and just like do this uh-huh. um, and try to capture the movement just through your voice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's sometimes where I also have to be careful to not go like get off mic or something. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> because sometimes it's tempting uh, if your character is like you see your character getting. Uh, thrown back or something and you go <laughs> yeah. uh, that you stay on mic and there's there's just like some techniques to that uh, I can it, it just from the sword effect you did the heavy sword I can just I, I could feel the power of your voice you know <laughs> through you. that you know I yeah. felt the strength of it so yeah oh and, and there's so many different ways to to just make exert exertion sounds mm-hmm. uh, like casting a spell that's not 
uh, something humans might be able to normally do. But like, I've played enough video games and seen what it should look like mm-hmm. to to at least imagine uh, if you can if it takes effort to swing a sword. If there was some kind of imaginary resource like mana or something that a person has, mm-hmm. it still might take some exertion. So even to cast a spell, it might be like. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think about things like that. I get super into it, uh, mm. but it's really fun for me. Do you feel like, do you work out or do anything physical to help make your voice stronger? Um, well, I am a, a serial singer. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, well, so I live about 45 to an hour and a half uh, minutes away from uh most studios mm-hmm. so I always have like a drive a commute and I'm alone in my car so oftentimes I'm warming up in the car uh, I don't usually do straight up warm-ups but for, for a while I did I did like Hamilton so there's like rapping and, yeah. and some singing and really through that you are warming up everything right. uh, so I guess I do that mm-hmm. for warm-ups um, I try to drink tea with honey. Mm-hmm. I like to do that. I just like tea also, oh, so, okay, so I, do, I just do that. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I, I guess just, I, I know my limits too. So uh, I know what it feels like when I think maybe I'm, I've am i I've been screaming too much that day or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just, just through doing it and knowing my limits, I know how to schedule things better because mm-hmm. uh, there were there was a time where I was just like, oh my god, I love video games. I just want to stack all the video games back yeah. to back to back. Yeah. But if you're screaming that much, you're hurting yourself. And you're also sacrificing the quality of your voice and that game. Right. Uh, like, the the performance that, that... You're not giving your best performance. So mm-hmm. I started to just schedule things uh, more spread out. And my agent helps with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I guess those are ways I... Pair. <laughs> okay, that works. That works. So, has have there been any sounds, not necessarily voices or sounds, that you've had particular trouble with? Anything that get, that you really had to work on to get right? Oh, sounds that I, um, yeah, um, and there are still some things that I'm I'm still trying to work on, but um, I think it's less. Oh, okay. No sounds for sure. I can't. I still can't roll my R's very well. For example, okay. mm. I won't even try. It's embarrassing. <laughs> um, but the the thing that came to mind first are accents. Mm-hmm. So something that might be interesting is uh, because we're in the age of the internet and people can look people up and everything. It's um, and and just for other important political reasons, people are trying to cast more to ethnicity. Because, mm. um, yeah, uh, if there's an Asian character, they probably want an Asian person. Mm. And people can see whether that is an Asian person or not. And you'd think, like, oh, well, I mean, and it's just voices, so, like, can't it just be, um, you know, anybody? Right. But I won't, like, super get into it, because I could, like, have a whole panel on that sort right. of topic. Yeah. But yeah. basically, I get a lot of auditions that are, like, Asian with Asian accent. And I grew up in Wisconsin, mm. so I have the ethnicity check. Yeah. But, like, my accents are not that great. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I want to be honest about that. And also, it's it's not, um, I don't know, it's such a strange thing. Because, because I think 
most anyone could also learn to do an accent. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I particularly get a lot of auditions for Asian characters because of those reasons, mm -hmm. and uh, and I feel this kind of pressure, but also uh, uh, desire to get better at, at those accents, especially my native ones. Okay. So, so yeah, it's it's that that I would say is is a tough thing that I'm trying to work on. Uh, in the last project I just did, uh, my character had a Japanese accent. Mm -hmm. And I have Japanese in my blood, but I'm not, I wasn't born there. I visited Japan a few times, and sometimes I'm a weeb. <laughs> but otherwise, I, I don't have the best Japanese accent. Um, or I think I could, you know, pretend, but there's something in my own head that, you know, people who are actually from there or, or have a good ear for it will just tell that you are not genuinely mm -hmm. Japanese. Mm -hmm. And so I get, you know, just just from a performance standpoint, I don't want it to be half-assed, you right. know? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, my last, uh, my, la uh, my last role where I had to do that, there was actually a coach there present, which was wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, she was able to just, like, if I said anything incorrectly, uh, she would be like, oh, say it, w like... Like this, <laughs> like this. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> but like she, would, she would actually do it; it'd be amazing. Uh, and then I would imitate, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's that's spot on." Okay. And maybe I don't know if they were being nice, <laughs> but but it was it was cool. She she was also apparently okay. This is like a humble brag moment, but it was just really cool to me. She she um helped train Hero in Heroes as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember that show with the superpowers. Mm -hmm. um, anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I thought he was genuinely, like, originally Japanese. Uh, she, she coached him to speak that way. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so it was really cool to work with her. She's so sweet, too. Anyway, cool. I'm getting off topic. <laughs> no, that's fine. So what uh, what role have you not done that you'd really like to do? A role that I have not done that I'd really like to do. Or maybe that... Is you weren't maybe it's already passed and done some some old game that you'd have if they redid it reissued you'd love yeah. to do. Oh man, this is always tough because well, it's also kind of nice to look back and realize a lot of the answers I would have given for this. I have had the honor of like having uh, a role or a similar type of role because the way I would think about it would be um, I would like to play this kind of archetype. Mm -hmm. For example, I always wanted to be the lead of a JRPG and like play as my own character and do that. Uh, and I accomplished that through a game called Atelier Fierce. Hmm. Um, and it was so cool because I could like see my own character, run around, play with her, and she would interact with things and say something every time. And it wasn't like a... It's, it's a pretty niche game, actually. But for me... Um, I don't know. The best part to me is the creation of it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. I don't really mind if it's popular or not. Um, but uh, something that was popular is Sailor Moon. Mm -hmm. I grew up watching Sailor Moon, and I never thought I would get to do a voice in Sailor Moon ever. Mm -hmm. But the last season of Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon, Sailor Stars, was so controversial years ago that they never dubbed it. So then 20, over 20 years later, they finally dubbed it. Mm -hmm. And it just happened to be 
during a time where I'm a voice actor and I got to audition and now I am Sailor Aluminum Siren and and like childhood me is still glowing over that fact. It's just it's it's, it's insane. Uh, I always wanted to be a fighting game character uh, and I got to be Nico in Dead or Alive Six, who was the the new character in the latest version of it mm -hmm. and she's all blue and i'm obsessed with blue so oh, it's, it's just kind of like a bonus thing uh, <laughs> for me nice. um i always just wanted to be an original character mm -hmm. for something and not just like dubbing over something so i could just you know help create the original version of that right. uh and i got to be lulu in league of legends a video game mm -hmm. um and and just to see uh people come out with fan art of this character or, or people trying to imitate doing her voice making their own videos on YouTube and stuff <laughs> it's just it's really cool to see all of this and, and and I just feel really special when I see this stuff um I always wanted to sorry this is like a this feels like a list of humble brags now but really yeah, I'm having a moment I'm just it, it it actually makes me feel so proud um just to know that like uh dreamer me has actually gone through and started to to do these things. oh i wanted i wanted to be in an in a nintendo game uh and i just got to be in fire emblem three houses <laughs> uh my my favorite series of all time has been super smash brothers i'm oh, a big okay. fan of that for multiple reasons mm -hmm. um the game is fun the characters are beloved i played it with my family and i participated in a really big community around it and held my own tournaments back at home and oh, and wow. traveled and competed and stuff like that um, and there are Fire Emblem characters in that game, and that's where, where I first heard of Fire Emblem anything. Yeah. And so to be at least this much closer to being in Smash Bros, for uh, example, uh -huh. is, is a thing. Oh, there's an answer. I would love to be in Smash Bros. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very long answer. <laughs> no, um, but but to ideally like an original character um, that ends up in Smash Bros is, mm -hmm. is the dream. Uh -huh. uh, for anime, I usually say if they ever remake Magic Knight's Ray Earth, I would like to be Umi Ryuzaki. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, it's been a really, really cool trip, and it's, it's really cool to even talk about it, uh, because I'm, I'm starting to realize a lot more as I'm just speaking about it, because yeah. it's, I don't know, week after week when you're just acting and things eventually come out, sometimes I don't even know the release dates of these things. Mm -hmm. um, it all kind of flies by, and, and I don't think I take enough moments to go, oh, Wow, I really did all this in the last year. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's kind of surreal. Yeah. Uh, but I'm super grateful. Yeah, I'm gonna predict that you're gonna be in a Super Smash Brothers game. Oh, I've, I, I have a feeling. So. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> it feels like it's the right trajectory. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll where? See. <laughs> um, so where can people find you on the web? Obviously, you have a list of credits, but do you do you maintain your own Twitter? Yeah, website? Uh, I'm definitely on Twitter. Uh, I tweet a lot. At mm -hmm. uh, Faymata, that's my name, F A Y E M A T A. Mm -hmm. And I'm on Instagram as Faymatata, like, like Hakuna Matata. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yep, those are the main places. Yeah. Okay. I'd say follow me there. I, I It used to just be Twitter, but I've tried to be a lot better about Instagram. And I've been posting more. Actually, like in the last two weeks, I've been posting more stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause, well, because it's weird. Instagram has, like, the, the main gallery mm. and then stories, which are kind of, like, quick flash. Uh, like, you, you watch it. It's like Snapchat stuff mm. where you, you see it and then it goes away in 24 hours. Yeah. And other 
platforms like Facebook started doing it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but even for really random, silly things that should probably be a story, I would just put it into my main gallery. Uh-huh. So, so some friends gave me crap about it. They're like, oh, really? dude, some of these should just be stories. <laughs> I post <laughs> a lot about food, and like, uh-huh. I'm one of those. I know. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So they're saying it's not good for permanent record. Just give us a thought and then let <laughs> well, it go. Well, they, they weren't actually criticizing me, but, you know, they were just making fun of me because most people would only make it a story out of it rather than <laughs> rather than put it in the permanent gallery. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I see. Like, uh, like, I'm on my way to Anime USA. I put it in my main gallery. They're like, just make a story. <laughs> like, oh, but it's part of history. Yeah. yeah. They need to just let you be you. <laughs> I know. Well, I also learned that you could save stories into a collection. So okay. if I really wanted to save it permanently, I could make like a anime convention history of stories and put them all into a folder, pretty much. Anyway... All this is about social media and getting better about it. I'm working on my Instagram. <laughs> we're, we're all trying to get better at social media. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what's your thing, by the way? Oh, uh, so my webpage is basically my name. So chrisalvarez.com. I have a podcast, which I've just recently renamed uh, Full Contact Nerd. It was more I about- love it. Full Contact Nerd. <laughs> So that kind of, I have to give props to a buddy of mine who kind of worked with an idea I had, and he, he gave me that idea. Um, yeah, but Instagram, Chris Alvarez Sci-Fi, and uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter, which I don't use much, and Facebook and all that stuff. But we're all, all of us are trying to learn how to get more followers yeah. and likes, and, you know, so, um, so that's all the questions I have. Do you have any last words or thoughts? Um. Go to chrisalvarez.com or, or uh, um, Full Contact Nerd. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, Check it out. And go to Faye Mata at Faye Mata and Faye Matata. Yeah, that's Instagram, right. Instagram, Faye Matata. Um, and just like keep a, keep a lookout for some cool stuff. Oh, yeah. I've been working on. I, I always tweet about what I'm working on. Um, I'll make posts. I'll try to make stories more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more of it, more of it. Yeah. Ignore the, ignore the voices. <laughs> Just. Yeah. Um, and Astolfo loves you. <laughs> What's that? Astolfo. Uh, it's a character from Fate Apocrypha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's a very optimistic, happy character. Oh, cool, cool. And I love him very much. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks so much for the interview. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes at chrisalvarez.com or fullcontactnerd.com or on your favorite podcast feed under the title Full Contact Nerd. Please rate the episodes if you like them. It really helps. You can also find more cool stuff on YouTube under Chris Alvarez WLC. That's Chris without an H. C-R-I-S. On Instagram at Chris Alvarez Sci-Fi on Facebook at Chris Alvarez WLC, and on Twitter at Chris Alvarez WLC. Please support me by following and liking me on those sites. Thanks, and keep imagining the past, the present, and the future.